got a t-shirt with bloodstains all over it, maybe laundry isn't your biggest problem right now. <laughs> I remember the day the candle shop burned down. Everybody just stood around and sang happy birthday. And a security guard came over and said, you're gonna have to move, you're blocking the fire exit. As though if there was a fire, I wasn't gonna run. <laughs> You make love to the right woman. Johnny is beautiful, beautiful. I mean, the last time I made love to my wife, it was ridiculous. <laughs> Nothing was happening. I looked her, I saw it's the matter. Can't you think of anyone either? <laughs> I never learn, you know? Like a waitress will bring my meal. Hey, enjoy your meal, you too! But you don't have one, do you? I'm a doofus! If you do eat, enjoy when you eat it. If you have a break or something later, if you get an opportunity, that's all I'm trying to say. That's all that I'm driving at, really. Hello, and welcome to Comedy Thing Tanked. <laughs> How do you spell tanked? Tanked. <laughs> Is that with a Q or a seven? <laughs> podcast with Leonard Kimball and Nick Gordon, two comedians who know how to take a drink and have a thought. Sit back, get comfortable, and enjoy. Now, whether they're ready or not, here's your hosts, Leonard and Nick. Hello, 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 and welcome to Comedy Think Tanked Podcast. I'm Leonard, along with Nick. Nick, how you doing? Pretty good. How are you? Pretty good. Uh, uh, thank you very much for allowing us into your home yeah. to record this little bit because uh, apparently my garage wasn't good enough for you. Well, you were coming here this evening anyway, so I figured this would uh, kill two birds with one stone. Oh, it's about efficiency. It's efficiency. Yeah, exactly. It was like if I drove to Auburn just to record in your garage uh, attic uh, uh -huh. and then drive back here to Bath, that would make zero sense. It would show some dedication. Sure but... would. It sure would. And maybe in my yearly review... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we could uh, we could mark that down as this young man has some real dedication, yeah, perseverance. He exceeded <laughs> expectations. <laughs> well, thank you for being here. Thank you for coming and doing this because we had to get it done. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason we do this podcast is because we have to get it done. Yeah, we decided we wanted to do it, and now we have to do it. <laughs> now we have to do it. Yeah, we have to keep going. <laughs> I'm sure there are worse reasons. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there are worse reasons to start a podcast. <laughs> so this one was a good one. We had we sat down with Anne-Marie Keene, who is very, very new to comedy. Um, you know, a good friend of ours that who, who who's from Portland, but comes up to the Lewis and Auburn area. Comes and, anywhere. Goes anywhere. Yeah. She'll, she'll go there for comedy or beer, apparently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's not new to comedy, though. She, she, she is, uh, she's somebody who has been a fan of comedy, it seems like, for a very long time. Yes. Probably most of her life. Um, Probably more than me. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Well, I really haven't gotten into comedy for like the last three or four years. Right. And apparently she's been into it for she, a long while. She's been following it. She's been a fan of it. She's been a consumer of it. And uh, now she's a performer of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, so she's, she expressed a bit of anxiety and nervousness about starting this, but she's doing a great job. And yep. I, I remember feeling the same nervousness when I began. I mean, like, not that it was that long ago, I mean, three years ago, but I, I, I got so nervous that I started sort of, the thing I, the trick I used to do was like, just pretend that I'm not nervous. <laughs> I don't know how to, I don't know if that sounds silly. No, it doesn't. Okay. It, not at all. I, I, mean. I, I was like thinking I'm like an actor up there. So I'm like, oh. I'm thinking like, what would someone who's not nervous do? And I guess like they would, <laughs> I don't know. They would rock back and forth a hundred times <laughs> in a minute, I guess. I don't think you, I don't think I watched that video of you from earlier uh, while you had a couple beers uh, oh, the drunk set. The drunk set. Uh -huh. I, you, you sent me that video. You weren't rocking back and forth there, but no, I wasn't see, nervous at you, all. There. But you had a couple beers in you too, so that's that's a different story. Yeah. Do you, you you typically drink one beer before going on stage? Uh, 
not not as a rule. I try not to drink at all. But oh. uh, yeah, but I if I do have anything, it's no more than no, one okay. beer. Right. Yeah, I see. All right. Yeah. Recently, I have not been having uh, anything before I go on. I, it used to be because I, I, I was nervous, too. I was nervous speaking in front of people, and uh, I overcame that relatively quickly. I What I did was I, I changed, instead of calling it nervousness, I, I changed the name. I called it, I'm, I'm excited. I'm not nervous, I'm right. excited. Okay. And uh, that seemed to help. But I'll tell you right now, today, uh, we're going over uh, to Trinken Brewery. Excuse me. After this, uh, we're already started drinking. Um, <laughs> and we're going over there, and I'm hosting the show, and uh, I actually have uh, a little a little nerves going on. I'm excited, I think, is that what yeah. I should say. But I, I can tell you right now, I'm, I'm, I'm actually feeling like a little bit nervous. I don't know why. Well, I, I guess I feel some excitement about, about that venue. I mean, it's sure. really it's really yeah. nice place, and the, the owner, Tyler, is really mm-hmm. great. The, we had a awesome first show, and now we're uh, keeping it rolling with the, what was it? Jack Hall, Jack Hall, Mike Johnson, and yeah. Karen Morgan. Yeah, big, big show, big show. So, uh, if you're if you if you're hearing this um, podcast, we've already done the show. Yeah, so hurry up and <laughs> hurry and build that time machine. And <laughs> uh, but now we're gonna have some other great shows there. And and Karen Morgan is kind of a big deal. <laughs> Karen Morgan is a big deal. I I actually I I feel like um, well, at least in the comedy circle, I don't know. You know, if if she would call herself famous, but I feel like she's a she's like a pretty close to a famous person. Like she's been around a, a while and she's been doing this. Yeah. And she's she's achieved a pretty high level of mm-hmm. uh, acclaim for a for a comedian from Maine. Actually, you know, originally from the South, but right. uh, she's somebody that I want to interview someday too. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like she's famous. But have, have you ever you ever met a famous person before? Uh, well, I I well. So, spoiler alert! I, I I joke about meeting Bill Cosby, and, yeah. but I, I actually never have. Uh, even though we have the same birthday, we we we're pen pals, <laughs> but we we haven't actually we haven't actually met. Uh, one one uh, close I got to someone famous was Jesse Jackson, mm-hmm. and I used to be in this. Um, ooh, I'm trying to have, how to describe it. I was in a a service organization that helped. Uh, People like get into pay for like high school. Like I went to a Jesuit high school, and I was this organization called Link Unlimited. Okay, and we got a sponsor that helped pay our tuition because like we were not you know super rich to pay for yeah. you know Saint Ignatius College Prep and you know okay the Isle of Excellence and the Sea of Mediocrity. That was our <laughs> our unofficial motto. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, yeah. geez, they really uh, build themselves up down there. Yeah, we were kind of we we're kind of <laughs> up on ourselves. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, so like at one of my one of our like graduation dinners, Jesse Jackson was giving like a speech there, and wow. it was friggin' huge. Yeah, it was incredible. And I've seen my father run twice <laughs> in his entire life. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, God rest his soul. And and the first time was like you know I used to, he used to pick me up on the weekends. And so one time he was dropping me off or. He was getting out of the car and he went down the vestibule of between two houses and I saw him just sprinting back and do like a star skiing hutch over the hood and, <laughs> and hop back into the car and some dog was chasing him because he used to be afraid of dogs. <laughs> the, the second time I seen him run was when he saw that there's a chance to get a picture with Jesse Jackson at nice. this at this dinner. Yeah. And so he goes running off and he's got like, I don't know if it's like a disposable Polaroid sort of thing. Yeah. And he goes hurling off OJ Simpson all over. (laughs) 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 And he gets there and he takes this picture. He's getting this picture and he's got this huge grin on his face and he's like, oh, I got this picture. Yeah. yeah." And he's like, yeah. So he he was a mumbler, by the way. He's like, yeah. Hey, Junior. Yeah, I got this. I got, I got a, got a picture of just Jesse. Jesse Jackson, I got a picture of Jesse Jackson. Like, oh, oh, yeah, okay, cool, yeah. Yeah, man, it's going to be awesome. Lovely. So, <laughs> that's a so, good impression. Yeah, that's like, I never that's met the man, but... That's my dad. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, so so we take it to... He takes the thing to the Walgreens, you know, because this is way back in the before times. Yeah. And like two weeks later, we're, he, we're getting the pictures and he's going through the pictures and he looks at, he looks through and he's pauses and he's like, what? Uh, uh-oh. And he, and he does his smirk. He's like... Oh. Damn it! 
<laughs> that, that woman he's like and apparently he had given this camera to a woman to to take his picture and he's put his arm around jesse jackson and he's got this mile wide mile wide grin yeah. on his face and apparently she took the picture and focused right on my father <laughs> like my father is center of the picture and jesse jackson is cut off right oh, man. <laughs> right in the middle of his face he's like you get his left eye and the left nostril <laughs> part of his eye. Oh God, it's, he was so mad. It's like they used to date and he folded the thing over so he can't see his face anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm tearing you out of my life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Oh, I've got that picture. i got to, like, upload it somewhere. I think I think that picture needs to be, I mean, I don't I don't know. I, I don't need photo evidence of yeah. this story, but I think it would be great to see that picture just to bring it full circle. Because uh-huh. that is pretty funny. Like, that's a pretty big deal to meet Jesse Jackson. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, he, he ran for pre- I mean, he's huge, right? I mean, right. Um, he's he's a he's an iconic uh, figure in the United States. Mm-hmm. So, who, have, who have you met? Uh, I I I've met a few people that nobody really care about. Um, <laughs> well, I've met like some hockey players, and and it's like NHL ref. And I've met a bunch of NHL referees. So NHL referees are famous. N- well, in my circle of hockey friends, okay, they are. So like, all right, very very limited, but. Uh, in, I think in a grander uh, sort of sense, uh, Judd Nelson. Yeah. Okay. You know who Judd Nelson is? Yeah, of yeah, course I do. Yeah. Club and, yeah. Um, he went to, he's, he's, uh, well, I don't know what else he's in really off the top of my head, <laughs> but you know, he's one of those guys from the eighties and uh, let me pull him up here real quick. Uh, <laughs> The All right. Breakfast Club. All yeah, right, everyone, follow Saint, along imdb.com at home. <laughs> St. Elmo's Fire. Uh, we could be sponsored by them. Um, <laughs> Uh, television. That was that show. Hold on, let me find it here. Oh my god, he's on Family Guy. He's he was on, on Family CSI. Guy. Suddenly, Susan. That's the one I was thinking. Oh, of. I remember that. That show. Anyway, so I back in like two thousand and I want to say two thousand one, two thousand two, somewhere in there. I was working at a marina in South Portland, Maine. Okay. And uh, I was just, I just like help fuel up boats and I manned the dock house and sold people beer and water and stuff like that. Yeah. And Judd Nelson and his dad, who his father owned a business in Portland and Judd grew up in Portland or some, some in Portland or from Portland, whatever the case may be, they pull up in the boat and I'm fueling it up and I'm looking, I'm like, Jesus, this guy looks really familiar. And, and <laughs> I finally like kind of figure it out. I think I talked to another one of my coworkers or whatever, and they're like, yeah, that's Judd Nelson. And I'm like, holy shit, yeah, it is Judd Nelson. Holy my God. But then he like comes up to the dock house to pay for the gas, and he bought some beer, to, you know, whatever. They hung yeah. out for like three more hours, just hanging just, out, you know, boat tied up to the dock. I think his father was talking to somebody else in the marina. And like, okay. and like Judd's just like hanging out in the dock house with us and like shooting the shit or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> this is very weird. Like, it's a beautiful day, summer in Maine. Uh, those who know, know it's like, you know, there's only a few of those days. It was like, and he's just there. And I'm like, this is so strange. And we're just like hanging out with Judd Nelson, just like talking about the weather and sports. Yeah. And Don't you things. know how famous you are? You shouldn't be here. Right yeah. Now. It was just very, very strange. Um, you know, nobody else with him, just him and his dad out, out cruising the, uh, uh, uh the ocean. Um, and then, uh, I was 21 years old, 21, 22. So it was probably a Thursday. For, it didn't really matter what night it was. I was going out drinking that night with my friends. Yeah. Because they're back from, we're all back from college and that sort of thing. And then, uh, we go to this bar. I don't know if you, you know the bar Foreplay in downtown Portland. Oh, uh, I think I've been there. Yeah. yeah probably. It's got like air hockey tables and right. darts in the back and whatnot. And like jello shots. They were known for jello shots. No. Oh. So, so we're in the, we're in this bar foreplay, me and my friends, and I'm telling them about like seeing Judd Nelson during the day. And then all of a sudden who walks in? Judd Nelson. Oh, like did someone say my name? Yeah. It was like, it was like one of, yeah, it was one of those moments. I was like, oh my God, look, and speak of the devil. And he walks in, he sees me from earlier in the day and he comes up. He's like, Hey, how's it going? Oh, no Good way. To see you. And I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, all my friends are looking at me going like, you weren't shitting us. Were you? Like, this is the weirdest thing. And then he hung out with us and we had drinks with him wow. at, at, the, at the bar. Okay. And, you know, of course, over the course of, you know, the, the last however many years, 20 years it's been, you know, my mind, you know, I was drinking that night. It may not have been exactly the- what I think it was, but that's <laughs> essentially what happened. And he's like, he's like hanging out with us at the bar. And I'm like, this is the strangest goddamn thing to ever happen in my life. And like, you know, and then after that, I, I mean, I never saw him again. And not like I... 
got his phone number or, you know, <laughs> became Facebook friends. He didn't become your pen pal. No, oh, it oh. Was, it, but it was like one of those weird, like, like this can't be real. This is, <laughs> this is, this is not a normal thing. And it, I wish it was somebody a little bit more famous. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, Judd. <laughs> no offense, Judd. Anytime you want to come on the podcast, <laughs> please feel free. But, you know, and it's one of those, like, he's never, I mean, he's, I'm sure he's done that with hundreds of thousands of people. Like, it's, you know. He's just, just, a, hang, he's just a normal, regular guy. He's just a normal, guy. regular guy hanging out at a bar and just so happens he's been in some movies and TV and people know who he is. I mean, he's from Portland. I'm from Portland. Um, oh, okay. I didn't know he's from Portland. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's, uh, it's just one of those weird, weird occurrences in your life where you're like, you're brushed with fame of some, some, some sort. So, yeah. Buddy and Marie's had. You know, many brushes with many fame. brushes with fame, and one in particular <laughs> she tells us all about, which is uh, worth listening to. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so I don't know what else. Anything? No, I think that's it. Let's throw it to our interview now with uh, Amory King. Yeah, enjoy. Thank you. Welcome uh, to Comedy Think Tanked uh, with our guest today, Anne-Marie Keen. Hello, Anne-Marie. Yeah. Anne-Marie, uh, you might recognize the voice is uh, the voiceover for our intro and outros uh, on the show. We want to thank you for that. That is me. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. You're welcome. I was drunk one night and you asked me and it just worked out. <laughs> yeah. I hope you got the, that check we sent. The... I didn't. Oh, interesting. Uh, that's a shame. Hmm. We'll talk to our accountants. Okay. Yeah, 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 good. yeah. We'll get on that. Uh, mm-hmm. Make a note. Make a note. <laughs> Anne Marie uh, is a is an up and coming comedian locally here in the in the state of Maine. I and wouldn't say I've gotten that big yet. Well, you <laughs> you've, tri- you've tried it as at least. big as an up and coming comedian. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> okay. You you're 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 one of a small handful of thousands of people who have <laughs> stepped up at, uh, at at trying comedy. Right. What can I say? I'm really special. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There no. you go. We think you are. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you get the check I sent? <laughs> <laughs> See, funny. Yeah. That's good. That's good. What do you think? What do you you you've been doing it now? We Ten just... minutes or so, I guess. I've yeah. been doing it now about three weeks. So it feels like well, 10 you, minutes you t- of my you life. T- you took a, you took a uh, stand-up workshop. I took Don workshop. Hartel's comedy, yeah, comedy class at the Lewiston Adult Ed. Yeah. Um, even that, I mean, I don't even know where to start. Like, it took a lot of people kind of pulling me in Yeah. for a while. Like, I've been friends with a bunch of comedians for, like, years, really. Yeah. Um, I was friends with Rocky Laporte, who's a comedian in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And it was funny when we first met or started talking i would make him laugh and i was like whoa that's a cool feeling to make a comedian laugh yeah (laughs) then i kind of started making friends with some of the lewiston auburn people and made them laugh and i liked it i liked hanging out having beers and then uh oh you like beer okay uh, yeah it's pretty good Uh (laughs) i do like it um Yeah, uh, and I was hanging out with Leonard and Don, and they were doing Doug Doug Bergfeld's podcast, Ultra Quiz Plus, and mm-hmm. he took Don aside and said, is she a comedian? Would she do the show? And Don was like, she's not, uh, but she might. And mm-hmm. he sort of, uh, I don't know the best word for it, he sort of courted me into the <laughs> comedy for like a few months. He got Sheldon involved, and they just really yanked me in, and I finally, one night, they got me drunk enough, and I agreed to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and I had a month to prepare and I melted down for the entire month. Like, I can't, I can't, I can't. I came up with excuses. Oh, I remember this. I yeah. tried to get COVID. Um, <laughs> I didn't. Um, and then I'll, I did it. It felt good. I did shake through the whole episode. Yeah. Um, then I did another one and I shook through like half the episode. Oh, getting oh, better. Yeah, that's better. Then I did another one. I started shaking hours before the episode oh it shifted it shifted it was very weird okay but i did it um and shortly after that i started taking don's class and i shook on the mic at the class yeah yeah (laughs) yeah i'm a very nervy person i guess but i stopped shaking as soon as it's over and then it feels really good right yeah what was that class like what was how was that process it was really interesting i i kept telling people like friends at work and things. Um, even if I never got on a stage after the class, I've learned a lot about comedy and I just, I'm kind of a comedy junkie and I always have been. So yeah, I like learning weird little 
nerdy details about things that don't matter because you know trivia night and stuff. Right, you gotta be good at that. The idea that you know you're you're nerdy and you want to learn more about it, like I think that's. I think that's the first major stepping stone. Like, you know, when you were a teenager or whatever, like in your 20s or, you know, and you just like watch comedy and you're like, I really want to try that. I really want to try that. That's Honest, what I, Yeah, honestly, yeah. I feel like it started at a really early age um, without too many details. I'll say I had kind of a traumatic childhood, but I escaped into the television with very silly shows. Like I was really obsessed with uh, Nickelodeon. You can't do that on television. Yeah. And uh, what was the other one? Out of Control. Yeah. That one was wacky. Like I, I just loved the humor yeah, and I guess laughing kind of helped me escape stuff. And then um, like as a teen started kind of um, I was bouncing around the foster care system in Maine and um, group homes and shelters, but I always had um, tapes of stand up. Yeah. And I would always play them. I, I memorized George Carlin jammed in New York at like age 14. Oh, wow. Um, and okay. I just, I loved him because he was really smart and he made me laugh. And I was like, man, to be like that, like, yeah. That's it. That's a huge thing. Yeah. Cool. That's a huge thing. So, yeah, I think, I've, I think I've there's, always, yeah. there's a point in people's lives where they realize like we could go this way or we could go that way. Mm-hmm. And and one way is funny, one way is not. And I would much rather be funny <laughs> yeah. than anything else. Same. Yeah. That's why I'm an idiot. <laughs> I, I feel that. I, we, we all have good jobs in real life. And we're able to sustain that. But everything else has yeah. to be funny. Has I get to, by. I mean. Yeah. My sense of humor has gotten me in a lot of trouble, but it's also gotten me out of trouble a yeah. lot. So it balances out. Yep. Yep. Definitely. I mean, it got me kicked out of public school in junior high. That's awesome. That was the end of my uh, schooling career. So, Your sense of humor did? I was just a class clown, like to the extreme. And oh. I uh, disrupted class way too many times. So I got sent away to like bad kid school. And that's where I learned to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny how that works out. Did you like pack up your microphone and speakers and like, fine, I'm leaving this school. Yeah. I yes. want to go tell jokes at a different school. That's you guys right. produce your own show. Taking my taking my talents elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Did you really get kicked out of school? Yeah, eighth grade. No kidding. Mm-hmm. I was oh my god, I'm shaking right now. Don't don't don't, don't no. <laughs> I'm always nervous. No, no, no. Nothing. What was the joke? <laughs> oh, the final straw. This is the dumbest shit in the whole world. It's just I joked about everything and I disrupted and I interrupt the teacher and just fucking stupid shit all the time. The final straw, they had this big meeting. So I lived in a group home at the time and the the head of the group home came in with the teachers and what are we going to do? Made a treatment plan, quote unquote. Um, So yeah, I'm 14 at the 13, maybe. Anyway, uh, they said if she, if she gets sent to the office one more time, that's it. She has to go to sweets or school. And, um, I remember the day. So I really liked the band R.E.M. And I thought Michael Stipe was super hot. And I wrote <laughs> I wrote on my forehead, I love Michael Stipe. <laughs> and my friends backwards? were like. Did you write it backwards? I didn't. Okay. Well, yeah, I guess I did. Yeah. Okay. So, right. yeah. Um, the teacher was like, you got to wash off your forehead. And my friends were like, oh, my God. Because they all knew uh-huh. if I get sent to the office one more time. I had friends like almost crying and pleading, like, don't send her to the office. And he's like, wipe it off. And I'm like, I'm not, though. Oh, and that wasn't even funny. It wasn't funny at all. And I feel like Michael Stipe owes me a college education. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he can probably afford it. It would be nice. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's something. And then he turned out gay. So, like, none of it worked out. Oh, yeah. This is just one. But it's fine. One bad thing after another. Yeah. So I went to the bad kid school and that's where I learned to smoke cigarettes and fuck and stuff, you know, like, because that's. Fair enough. Yeah. um, (laughs) I did try to go to college. I ended up going for two weeks because I was like literally homeless. Uh, Mm. It didn't work out. That didn't work out. I got my GED like um, in half a day. The year I would have graduated. Oh, okay. So, I mean, it's not that hard. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see why they waste four years on that, to be honest. <laughs> it seems like a waste of time. You can just I, jump right to the end. We, we, yeah. We, okay. We, 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 talk, we touched on this in a, in a recent interview, too. Like, do you feel like people who are funny are actually very, very smart? Super smart. Yeah, okay. Well, you have to be, because, like, your neurons are firing rapidly. Yeah. All the time. And, and sometimes that does get you in trouble because you blurt out shit that you shouldn't say. But yeah, that's true. Sometimes you can explain it away. Yeah. Or just make them laugh and they forget. That's yeah. True. yeah. Yeah. I think laughter does kind of heal those sort of things, mm-hmm. heal those wounds, if, if done correctly. But it's like geniuses that 
are, you know, like um, super sciencey or something, but have like horrible social skills, there's always a balance. Yeah. You know, like, so if you're really, really funny, probably your house is messy or something, you know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you don't always make oh. great decisions otherwise. Yeah. Like I make a lot of terrible decisions, but yeah. oh, well. Yeah, that's cool. My house is a mess. In my, my garage oh my God, you're mess. the funniest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we can skip over the how many years have you been doing comedy uh, question. Uh, Point one. <laughs> <laughs> one years, all right. But in, in, in reality, your whole life. I you, mean, I guess. You, you've been working at it. In a way. In a yeah, way. I mean, I, I like had a comedy blog, sort of. It mm -hmm. was just a weird kind of dark humor. I remember like... One of the stories on my blog that really blew up was uh, the time I got held up at a grocery store, but I made it funny, even you, though it was horrible and scary. Well, you were okay. like mugged? Like, Well, no, this guy like freaked out and he almost, well, he tried to like shoot everyone, but his gun jammed and like. Stop uh, it. What? Yeah. Wow. It was at Hannaford. And then my, <laughs> I had a really abusive boyfriend at the time and I got home late from grocery shopping, obviously. Because you're dodging bullets? I, okay. No, the, the gun jammed. But, oh, okay. But I had like a nervous break. I had like a panic attack after. I was fine in the moment. There was this little old lady in front of me and I like pushed her down. And I tried to go into hero mode and I had this big bottle of margarita mix I was going to hit him with. But... <laughs> Um, wow. And then he, he got tackled by some other people that were definitely more able than me. <laughs> and okay. then I melted down. So the managers of the store like had to drive me home crying. And my boyfriend was like, why are you so fucking late? Who are these guys? You're probably fucking them. He like didn't oh, believe that it happened. Jesus. And then it was on the news that night and he... Kind of apologize, but not really. <laughs> kind of apologize. All right, I guess. I know, it doesn't sound that funny now that I'm telling it. He sounds like a real dick, though. Oh, he's the worst. <laughs> I hope he hears this. Uh, he probably will. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it, it was funnier when I wrote it. It's no. not that funny right now, I guess. Well, it's still a pretty big story, though. It was, yeah. 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 So, yeah, I had sort of this blog, and it was sort of dark humor stories about what was going on or yeah. had happened. I had a weird way of telling the stories. But it's stories like that 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 build into some humor later. I mean, you, you, you'll like I write, uh, like I've written things about like the death of my father, which wasn't funny at all. But like I made it into jokes on, yeah. on stage. So like anything that happens, and if if it's like if it's true to you, then like eventually, if when you say it on stage or at least in a, in a comedic you know scene, then you can actually you know make some some jokes from it. Absolutely. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm a big fan of what I call roller coaster comedy. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like, or some people call it dramedy. Mm -hmm. Like, um, Ricky Gervais does a lot of that in his shows. Like, uh, Derek is one of my favorite shows ever. Uh, his other show, Afterlife, they'll they'll get you with a joke and have you laughing, and then bam, with something sad and real, and you'll be crying. And then there's another joke, and you're laughing <laughs> with tears still in your eyes, but not uh, the funny kind of tears, like the crying. Like, I love that. Yeah. Because that's life. Yeah. Like yeah. it is a roller coaster and you just got to find funny wherever you can. Uh, I love that show, Derek, too. You got me into so that. And good. it's like I'm on the treadmill watching episodes of Derek and I'm crying. I'm crying on the treadmill. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Nick, Nick just shakes his head now. Losing water weight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crying on the treadmill. And then like the next minute I'm laughing again. Like, right. That's, that's awesome. It's so good. Yeah. I haven't even heard of it. I got to check it out. Oh my God. Yeah. I want to be Derek when I grow up, if I grow up. Don't grow up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's no fun. It's no fun. So you mentioned Ricky uh, Gervais. You uh, mentioned uh, George Carlin. Who, who, I mean, anybody, everybody, com comedic uh, influences. Oh, my God. Like yeah, honestly, like, when I got my first DVD player, I must have had, like, a hundred DVDs of just stand-up. Oh, and it was wow. everybody. Like, I had no one particular. I could hardly find a stand-up that I didn't like. Nice. At least something about them. But I would say, like... Everyone goes, who's your favorite? And I'm like, oh, well, too many. Yeah. Like, um, I really like Joan Rivers a lot. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Silverman, obviously. Yeah. Because she's smart and cute and funny. She's everything. Yeah. Um, and she's from New Hampshire. I know. She's our oh, neighbor. She is? Yeah. She's oh. our goddamn neighbor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ricky Gervais, uh, George Carlin. Mm, yeah. All, and all the others. Uh, in any, <laughs> whatever one's in front of you at that moment. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Do you do you feel like you're attempting to style yourself after anyone in particular, or are you no. just using all those influences? 
I don't know that I like really use any influences. I oh. well, uh, that sounds weird too. No, no, no. But you, <laughs> like you, you're not you're not uh, doing an impersonation of someone or emulating someone like no. specifically. But. I'm no. I just try to write my own shit, and usually it's a little complainy, but I try to make that funny. Yeah, that's uh, a good way to do it. Yeah. I guess I want to be my own person. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a lofty goal. Yeah. Well, speaking of goals, do you you have plans to continue with comedy? I mean, we we keep... You booked me for a show, so I guess. We keep (laughs) twisting your arm and throwing you on stage. Like, are are you enjoying it? Do you want to keep doing it? It's so funny. So, like, right now I'm new, and maybe a year from now I'll hear this, and I'll go, oh, my God, remember that? So, (laughs) right now, um, I've done six shows. One was an accident because it was an open mic, and I got called up when I wasn't going to, but whatever. It was fun. Um, So, right now, before I have a show, I can't sleep the night before. The whole day I'm a little shaky. About an hour before I'm going on, I start getting hives. Oh. Um, my skin gets bright red. I get blotchy. Um, I'm a little shaky. If friends are coming, they come to talk to me, and I'm like, I, can't, I don't, I don't want to talk right now. Like, I can't talk right now. <laughs> I can talk to the other comics. Yeah. Okay. Because some part of me maybe thinks they know, but I feel like my my non comedy friends are like, oh, let's just fucking talk. <laughs> and I don't want to. Oh. I'm kind of the same way. I I, I I used to not be able to speak at all to anybody. Yeah. Like 30 minutes before I was going to go on stage. And right now, it's like, if I'm 10 minutes from about from the show about to start, I, I can't talk to people. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Then, while I'm on there, I'm a little bit like, oh boy, but I'm doing it. Can't show them. Got to do it. And then after I'm off the stage, I'm fine. Yeah. yeah. The shakes are gone. The hives are gone. My skin returns to a normal color and temperature. <laughs> No, really, like, uh, the show at O'Donoghue, someone hugged me, and they're like, you're so hot right now. I'm like, I know. I'm a fucking cactus. Get away from me. I'm going to explode. Stop talking. <laughs> Hand me my beer and fuck off. Yeah. So I always think of nerves in those situations as excitement. Mm-hmm. And I, I, so I've renamed it in my mind. Like, I'm not nervous. I'm excited. Well, I call that nerve-sighted. Nerve-sighted. I'm nerve-sighted. Now, I made up that year, that word years ago. I had, like, a new job I was going to, and I was scared, but I was also excited. So I was like, oh, I'm nerve-sighted. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's definitely, like, a high afterwards. It's hard to sleep the next night because I'm or, – or that night – of yeah. performing because I'm like, oh my God, that fucking ruled. I feel so good. I made people laugh. Yeah. That's yeah. a good feeling. Yeah. All right. We got to get you a pill of some sort. To- <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> Wait, I work in a pharmacy. Oh. I'll bring the pills. <laughs> Just kidding. We don't get free samples. <laughs> no, that's too bad though that you have, that you have like a day long process of, of getting on the stage. Yeah. I, I mean, that's, I, I wish I had some sort of tip to, you know. I will say, though, I've noticed um, it is getting better already, okay. and it's That's not good. been that long. It's been like three weeks. Um, I did Ultra Quiz Plus again this past week, and I had no shaking at all. And I think going on stage made that way easier. Yep. Yep. That's for sure. I mean, I wasn't totally like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm fucking going to own this now. I'm the best. It wasn't like that, but I didn't shake. Well, I'll tell you, okay. I'll tell you one thing. Listening to those podcasts and watching you on stage, I don't notice uh, the nerves. That's good. I, so yeah. I, I wouldn't, I would never have thought to myself like, oh, she's been nervous for 24 hours leading up to this moment. <laughs> That's really good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. if that helps at all, um, you know, it's not, it's not noticeable. It's not something that people are going to be like, oh, look at her. She's up there shaking, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? I can hear it, but I know my own voice. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Also I'm doing it. Even if I am fucking shaking, yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it, dude. I mean, I um I went through a weird agoraphobic period for um many years, almost a decade, where wow. I didn't leave my apartment at all. So just the fact that I make it past my front porch is pretty goddamn good, let alone get on a stage. So is, is that what agoraphobia is? Is isn't the fear of like yeah. people and places? It's the I don't want to leave my house don't, at all thing. Yeah. And okay. I still uh struggle with it a bit. Um I get up three hours before I have to go to work because it takes me a long time just to to process that I'm going to leave the house, decide if I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, I hate rushing. If I rush, I forget something and then I freak out and like, yeah. Yeah. So, but I, I've just found ways. 
I mean, I was up at six today and I got here at 11. <laughs> That's pretty good. You got to make six to prepare to, to get here? That's correct. Wow. Yeah. We're honored. I feel like there's something in there for comedy. <laughs> I, I'm i certain there is. I'm afraid yeah. I'll put my bra on, on the outside of my shirt. <laughs> hey, it worked for Madonna. That's true. Yeah. And the lady on Splash. Remember that movie, Splash? Uh, I don't, but I can look it up. Right she here. was a mermaid. Daryl Hannah. Oh, yes. No, the, the, yeah, Daryl Hannah was the mermaid, but there was an old lady in the office that had her bra on the outside of her shirt because she was oh. a little ding baddie. <laughs> Was it was it Dottie Goodman, Mrs. Are you Stikes? Googling it? Yeah, of course. Oh, you're so good at trivia. Wow. Well, we should bring him. <laughs> yep. So going to trivia. Can you bring your laptop yeah. next time we go to trivia? <laughs> you know, the rule is you can't have your phone. Oh. They never said anything about a laptop. Yeah. Plus, Loop. you guys know who hosts it, so. Yeah, loophole. Mm, yeah. I love a good loophole. Mm-hmm. Good. Oh, that sounded dirty. <laughs> That's lo- all right. The loophole. That'll be, a- that'll be the, uh, the offshoot. Uh, comedy club. Uh, so we have the punch hole and we'll have the loophole. The loophole is the small room. Yeah, the small room. Yeah. Because oh. it's going to be a two-room comedy. Right. You, you haven't graduated to the punch <laughs> hole. We'll, we'll keep you in the loophole. <laughs> I would oh just God. say uh, as a person who worked I, I worked in a sex shop a long time ago. Don't have a room called the glory <laughs> hole. Uh, don't do that. Let's pause one second yeah, and okay. go back. Let's rewind for a second in a uh, sex shop. <laughs> Nothing funny about that. Um, you know what? The, the funny thing about working in a porn shop is for the first week, you're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look at that. Look at those. Look at this. After a week, it's just fucking merchandise like anything else. It might as well be like a pine saw spray and fucking curtains. Like, it's just nothing. You become so desensitized to it. Can you? I can't. I mean, oh, holy cow. I'm picturing in my mind a person, a, a person working at a porn shop uh, with a clipboard going over <laughs> to the section doing where inventory. Like, yeah, dub- you got to do inventory. Double ended dildos and being mm-hmm. like, oh my God, we're, we only have two pink ones left. These things are flying off the shelf. Yeah, exactly. Oh, someone snuck one out of here. We God need, damn it. We need to order more. <laughs> where do they put it? <laughs> Get it. More cock. No, this I knew that I was desensitized <laughs> oh about a week in. This guy called to see if we Where's had all a, the triple A batteries. <laughs> <laughs> this guy called to see if we had a specific title, and I found myself shouting across the store, Hey Jeff, do we have Planet of the Gapes number eight? <laughs> like it was nothing. And I was like, Oh. Yep. It's just merchandise. You guys wow. need like little earbuds and little tiny microphones on your collars to, to do that, you know, so you can. Yeah. yeah but what's the, the difference? Like it's a real store or something. Yeah. yeah I get yeah. it. Yeah. You like we're be... Target of porn. Yeah. You yeah. Can you imagine if porn was that big that there was Target size <laughs> stores? Someone should do that. Get that domain name quick, guys. Oh, <laughs> Someone should do that.com. No, 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 no. Target of porn. Target of porn. Target of porn. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's probably taken. Oh, my God. That, for sure. <laughs> it pr- that's probably, yeah. yeah. right. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was one of my jobs. <laughs> <laughs> what are your other jobs? Um, Pharmacy, porn shop. I mean, there's got to be others. Um, oh, I was an online chat rep for Coach Handbags. No kidding. Like, yeah. Like the, weird. The, the bags with the little tag? Yeah. Those, uh, that Coach? Yep. Okay. Nothing good. Oh, I worked at 7-Eleven. All right. Yeah. Okay. I've had a lucrative career, guys. <laughs> this is what happens when you get kicked out of school, kids. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so what got you into pharmacy? Um, what got me into pharmacy was I was doing the online coach job. I lost that job. It was a weird independent contract thing. Um, then uh, I had to get a job like immediately. So I was like, well, I guess I'll have to like work at McDonald's. And I was like, wait, there's a Rite Aid up the street. I could like be a cashier, right? Anyone could just do that. So I applied and I guess just the fact that I had a pulse got the manager really excited because (laughs) he was desperate for someone. And he ended up being one of the best bosses I've ever had. Um, Al, and then uh, about a year into it, the people in the pharmacy, I guess, noticed that I had a little more than a pulse. I also didn't actively drool. So they were like, hey, do you want a promotion? Do you want to work in the pharmacy? And I'm like, well, I didn't go to school. And they're like, that's OK. You don't have to go to school for this job. And I'm like, oh, shit. And you actually don't. They like train you on the job. All you need is, um, you know, a GED or a diploma and you can do it. Oh, okay. and like no criminal convictions. Uh, yeah. uh, convictions yeah. convictions yeah. Mm-hmm. loophole <laughs> um, <laughs> 
as crazy as my life has been and as many mistakes as I have made and as many laws as I have broken, I have never been arrested Uh, ever. I've never even been held or anything. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. It's, it's weird. Knock on wood. (laughs) Cause it ain't over yet. (laughs) Did you, did you ever get like a speeding ticket though? I've been pulled over three times for speeding, but I haven't actually gotten the ticket. Nice. Good. Mm -hmm. Excellent. I don't know how. Has this been in secret? Um, once in Sigrid, yeah, okay. she's really fast. Yeah, for uh, for you know, tell our audience what who, who oh, or Sigrid, what Sigrid is. Sigrid is my car. She's a 2019 Volvo XC40. <laughs> you want me to keep going? Yes. Um, <laughs> she's a T5 engine. She's Amazon blue with an ice white roof, mirrors, and wheels. <laughs> and she goes vroom vroom. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> no, the first time I got pulled over, I only I only got my license like three, almost four years ago. I was 39 when I got my license. Wow, wow. Really? Yeah. Oops, I just gave away my age. No, wow. <laughs> That's okay. We'll edit this out. I mean, Our I listeners was, don't do math. I mean, yeah. I was 19. <laughs> uh, I got pulled over for speeding very shortly after getting my license, and it was a 30-year-old Volvo wagon, So, but it, uh. it was a turbo, and it did go really fast. Yeah. Um, the guy pulled me over, and he's like, why are you shaking? And I was like, um, it's my first time getting pulled over. And he's like... Yeah, but you're 39. Like, <laughs> can't be your first time. I go, yeah, well, look at the date it was issued. And he literally said, oh, my God, that's adorable. <laughs> you just go ahead, ma'am. And I was like, well, ma'am. don't ma'am me. <laughs> but it is adorable. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. What town were you in? That town was... Uh, no, we probably can't say that. Casco. Can okay, that's that fine. Casco, Maine. Yeah. Out there it was there. a speed trap. It was one of those places where yeah. it turns from like 50 into 30 and you're like, God damn it. Yeah. 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 If, you had, if you had been driving since you were 19, you would have recognized that. I probably would have been better at that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. pass cops all the time, and it's like, oh, I saw you miles ago. <laughs> I'm so sorry that you think you're hiding. Yeah. Now, I got pulled over recently, actually, and and uh, I just had a, a headlight out, and the guy came to the window, and I was like, oh, my God, I am 20 years older than this dude. Oh. And I like I, I, he asked me some questions, and oh. I could tell that he was like, he was impressed by me. Like, I was like, oh, God, like, because I, where I was coming from and whatnot, and I was like, he looks up to me now. Like I used yeah. to be that I was afraid of cops and I would look up to them, you know, and say like, Oh, it's a, Ooh, it's a police officer. Like, you mm-hmm. know, gotta be respectful. And now it's like, there is reversed. Like, uh-huh. they're like, Ooh, it's a, it's an actual adult man. Like, <laughs> wow. So did you give him a ticket? <laughs> <laughs> I should have, I should have tried. You should have. No, but I, you know, I'm a, I just, whatever. Like I had a headlight out. He's like, you know why I pulled you over? It's like, yeah, I have a headlight out. It's mm-hmm. like, Oh, okay. Well, gotta get that fixed. I'm like, yeah, no problem. You know, I'll do it next week. <laughs> <laughs> do it when I feel like it, young boy. <laughs> yeah. Now leave yeah. me alone, young whippersnapper. <laughs> you know and get I? off my lawn. <laughs> I guess that's exactly what it just sounded like, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. A little bit. It's weird to be at the age now where like, you know, we're the age now where people who are in charge of things are like half our age. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's well, I mean, point. remember like the first time you go to the doctor and the doctor's younger than you? I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. Holy fuck. What uh-huh. a... <laughs> I didn't like that at all. That's why yeah. I stopped going to the doctor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you should go to the doctor. I'm going to the doctor soon. I go to the ER when I have something wrong. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> my, my doctor is older than me, but everybody else that I associate, like all any nurse, any other doctor is is younger than I am. Yeah. It's, it's a very strange thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, some people just make better life choices, I guess. Well, no, I'm not saying. <laughs> Life choices of getting a doctor. You're making me feel bad about being healthy. <laughs> no, I meant people that decide to go to oh, school oh, and be oh, a nurse people. or a doctor. Oh, okay. The All first right. time I had a doctor younger than me, I was like, oh, man, I really fucked up. Yeah. Oops, yeah, too late there now. There it goes. Yeah. <laughs> I got to go back to the porn shop. <laughs> My shift is starting. <laughs> They call it a shaft there, but oh. <laughs> that was awful. I loved I it. I gotta get the soundboard thing working to do the rim shot there. Okay. Yeah, that'd be funny. <laughs> that would be funny. Oh my goodness. So the so the jokes you you've done on stage. How did you actually start your process for for writing? Like what did, what did you decide to talk about on stage? I know you do a lot of pharmacy stuff, but yeah, it's funny. So a lot of people say like I write funny stuff on Facebook. 
and a little right. bit on like Twitter. But I've also noticed Twitter jokes and Facebook jokes don't really translate to stand-up at all. That's your first lesson. Thanks. Cor- correct. I mean, I learned that before going into comedy. Yep. And there are there are people I've seen on stage that I'm like, oh, you're you're reading your Twitter feed right now. Like I can tell there's just a different way to word it. And it is funny online, but it's not funny on a stage. So I had to try and figure out like, how am I going to turn my humor that I I write? I write a lot, but how do I turn that into saying it in front of people? It's much different. Thankfully in the class, like we had um, like a guest comedian every week. You guys were there, Julie Poulin, Johnny Ader, Mark Turcott. So every week we had different feedback. So I wrote a thing and it was pretty funny, but then every week I got a, a little bit of different feedback. So you tweak it and you tweak it and you tweak it. And then finally you feel like you're at a place where you can puke it out on stage. And yeah, um, now I feel very lost and floating around in this weird world of like, well, now I don't have a five week thing to like bounce my writing <laughs> off. Yeah. So I guess next year I might join the class again and get another five minute bit. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's always opportunities to work yeah. on stuff. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're trying to develop, you know, stuff as well. So you know, obviously we'll, we'll include you in that. Yeah. I'm definitely going to sign up for any kind of writing workshop that I can. It's fun too, because like you can, like even I can help someone else with their thing. And like, I think it's cool. Having a new set of eyes, fresh set of eyes uh, or ears on, on something is always, always helpful. Yeah. I I think. Yeah. Especially if that, that audience is diverse. Like I'm I'm doing like online workshopping with people and they're like across the country. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, one's in California, one's in, you know, One's in Maine and one's in New York and one's in Boston. And like just hearing all, all of their feedback on my joke Definitely. Like helps yeah. to know whether or not my joke is any, any good, you know, to say someplace other than, than here in Maine. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we do have a huge circle here in Maine, but there is a big world out there. Right. Yeah. Speaking of that, what do you think about this, this comedy scene here just in, in Maine and alone? Like it's you- fucking amazing. So I live in Portland where you'd think all the comedy would be. And I guess at a time there was, yeah. um, there will be. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to do that scene to be honest. Well, no, but, it, <laughs> but I'm scared of Portland. It, it'll come back. I mean, it, yeah. yeah, it's not that I don't, I'm scared of the crowds. Like, I don't know. I uh, feel like I might offend someone. It's really easy to offend people in Portland. <laughs> I just basically go, to sleep in Portland at this point. I'm in Auburn like three <laughs> nights a week, you know? Um, I think, honestly, there should be like a movie about it because no one would suspect it. No one would fucking suspect that in Auburn, Maine, there's a huge comedy scene and that people come from all over. Yeah. Yeah, to do comedy here. Fucking Jay comes here from Detroit, like, uh-huh. and he loves it. Yeah. You know, it's amazing. People come up from Boston. Yeah. You have Boston, but you're going to, okay. Yeah. Good. I think it's really good. Yeah. Well, it's, it's good. I mean, yeah. There's a, there's a demand also because well, there's 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 lack of stage time right now in Boston. But but people also think like when we give them stage time here, we're like, yeah, you want ten minutes? Great, we'll give you ten minutes. And mm-hmm. down there, they have to fight for, oh. for five or seven. And like yeah. like yeah, just drive a couple hours and we'll give you 10, 15 minutes on, well, no, on the mic. I kind of want to go down to Boston and watch the fights. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, just before the pandemic, I was getting to the point where I was like, I need to get to Boston and try to get five minutes somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it was, I was like at that point, but now obviously, you know, yeah. things have been closed up and it's hard to do. And Can you fight? I don't fight well. Mm. Um, what if me and Leonard backed you up? Yeah, then, then we'd be okay. Oh, yeah. I think I comedy think street if, game. If we went as a posse, <laughs> well, we, we talked about this. I'm no, I'm no good at starting fights. I'm good. Right. At, I'm good at defense. I could start a fight. Okay, like Leonard doesn't start fights. He ends. Them. <laughs> 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 um, I'll volunteer to film it. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> with the crew from the porn shop. <laughs> Don't get cocky. (laughs) Was that the name of the place? No. (laughs) What the hell was it called? Oh, it was Video Expo, but now it's called something else. It's right on Congress Street. It's still there. I know where it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know where it is, but I know where it is. Is it like three X's in the name or is it? Mm, I think they only had the one. Oh, okay. They should have, though. Missed opportunity. I know. Okay. It was, it, if I remember correctly, it was just a black storefront. Yes. Like, painted black, black door. Yep. Like, you couldn't see in. Yep. It was just a sign. Oh. Yeah. yeah, right across from Joe's Smoke Shop. Yep. Which oh. is now a very fancy, Dude. like, it's like a fancy convenience store. That's why I got to get out of Portland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Joe's okay. Smoke Shop was awesome. 
you you know you get a six pack of PBR for a nickel. Mm-hmm. You know, it's true. And, and you, if you're underage, you could always find a homeless guy to buy it for. If you yep. just gave him one. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. Not that we endorse that. No, that's maybe. terrible. No, no. My children don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about yours. <laughs> My kids can drink legally, so it's fine. Yeah, you're all good. You're all good there. Leonard mentioned something about you have met comedians, like famous comedians. Um, a couple. <laughs> <laughs> is is I I mean he says there's really good stories I I I don't know any specifics you, I know what story he's referring to There's one Is it story. a good story that we need to have It's probably good for you and the listeners It's not so great for me but I'll say uh, it just so everyone uh, can make fun of me forever All right well they, no we don't want anyone no, making fun of you forever Let's do it But you are a comedian now so and That's right. true You want people to laugh at You're you. in the club I'm yeah. in the club Oh boy when are dues? Uh, when do I have to- <laughs> I'm a little short on cash. Um, okay, so I was 18. I went to a carrot top show because oh he was so cute. This was before the plastic surgery, <laughs> by the way. And I just thought he was super funny. He always made me laugh. And I would see him on Leno and stuff. And uh, I got a free ticket through like some weird little teen center thing. Um, Went to see him with a friend. He was super funny. I brought my camera. I bought. I brought my book that was his, you know, whatever he had published, joke book. And um, after the show, we went around the back of the building and waited by his bus. And when he came out, I got on one knee and asked him to marry me. <laughs> <laughs> and he started making out with me. What? Well, yeah. <laughs> That's all again, it takes. <laughs> again, this was before the plastic surgery. I have to put that out there. He used to be a real cutie. Yeah. Um, And then I had a Sharpie also for him to autograph my book, and he autographed it. And then I said, hey, would you autograph my stomach? And he was like, yeah. And I go, I'm going to get it tattooed on. And he said, you don't have the balls. And I was like, oh, but I do. See, um, <laughs> You should definitely not tell 18-year-old Anne-Marie that she doesn't have the balls to do something. I didn't used to be very nervous like I am now. So I slept all night on my back with my shirt up so that I wouldn't ruin the autograph. And I went the next morning and got it tattooed on. Oh. And it's very, very (laughs) awful decision. It's a very unbecoming tattoo, I'll say. It's huge. And every boyfriend I have has to look at that. (laughs) <laughs> during intimate times <laughs> and none of them like carrot top anymore i don't know that anyone likes carrot top actually anymore but i think the problem is that carrot top doesn't like himself oh, hence all the plastic surgery right he shouldn't right. have done that he really fucked himself up man <laughs> but if you're listening carrot top i would love money to remove that that's that's a great story see Thanks. i think it's a good story i don't yeah. think it's unbecoming like that's <laughs> Well, you don't have the tattoo. No, that's true, too. Oh, this, yeah. No, my body's a temple. <laughs> I understand. Of I doom. <laughs> so, so, Good one. I, so you don't have any tattoos, Nick? I have no tattoos, no piercings. That's really smart. Yeah. I have, Neither do I. I have several, and I've been lasering them off. It's very, very expensive. Yeah. Everyone's like, doesn't it hurt? And I'm like, yeah, my fucking bank account. Yeah, really? It's really bad. It, um, yeah, that's why I haven't gotten a session in a while, but... Don't get tattoos, kids. Yeah. Wait until you're like 30. I can't even commit yeah. to a bumper sticker on my car. Me either. You know, no, like, I do the magnets because you can take them off. Ooh. Yeah. So I couldn't I couldn't do a tattoo. No, mm-hmm. they're, yeah. I just feel like the legal age for them shouldn't be 18. That seems. You're so fucking dumb when you're 18. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, clearly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you got, okay. And he's and he all, all it took was him, like you were never gonna see him again. Never. And all it took was for him to I say you don't have the balls. I could have just said, "Hey, I made out with Carrot Top," and then no one believed me, and we could move on with our yeah. lives. But you actually have a tattoo to <laughs> yeah. somewhat prove it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Have you met any other uh, famous comedians or people and not tattooed their name on your body? I have. Uh, <laughs> well, my buddy Rocky Laporte from Chicago. Yeah. Um, I've met uh, Leonard Kimball and Nick Gordon. (laughs) 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 And they're pretty neat. Uh, We try. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. Famous, famous. Oh, I met uh, Colin Colin Mockery Mockery. and Brad Sherwood. I got a picture with them. Yeah. That was way back. And they retweeted you, right? They did. They retweeted me. Uh, That's cool. I just wanted their attention and they did it. (laughs) 
Oh, I was trying to promote a podcast episode of uh, Ultra Quiz. Okay. And then I ended up putting the wrong link, and I'm still kicking myself about it. Oh. I mean, it was still a link to an episode I was in, but I really wanted to promote the newer one whenever yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. And I was so mad. And Doug was just like, any publicity is good publicity. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. No, I'll never forgive myself. And you, you've, <laughs> you've had other famous comedians retweet or like your stuff. Sarah or... Silverman gave me a reply. I asked Sarah Silverman about stage fright. Uh-huh. And she... Basically, she quoted a guy. I can't remember the guy. Sorry. Uh, but said basically, um, fuck it. Who cares? If you're doing the thing, be proud of yourself for doing the thing. That was that was the gist of it. Nice. Mm-hmm. Excellent. I got a like from Ricky Gervais once. Yeah. Uh, TJ Miller. Weirdly, yeah. like he kind of followed me. And huh. That was neat. I made him laugh on one thing. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's more than we got. <laughs> But have you tried? Yeah. yeah, we're like constantly knocking on these guys' doors. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, getting yeah, hauled that's off a problem by security is, guards and is, everything. Yeah. It's like we would go to their house and be like, "Hello, <laughs> you know, uh, could you could you like this, please?" It, whereas, like, it's actually there's actually a way to do that. There's oh, really? a way to like reach out and and at people and all yeah. that stupid shit. Yeah, you like, gotta. I, you we gotta don't know work how to do it. that. Yeah, I feel like in the before times it was called like autograph hunting, but maybe now it's like tweet hunting. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of the same thing. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. And you take a screenshot, and there you have it. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's your autograph. That's actually a thing. I think it's better. It's, uh, it's easier. Yeah. You can do it from your bedroom or toilet. You can do it from the toilet. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, I'm on the shitter. I'm like, hey, what's up, TJ Miller? What's up? Thinking about you. <laughs> no reason. <laughs> Never you mind. <laughs> oh, my God. We, yeah, we got to be better about that. You should be better you know, for about the podcast. That. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we try. We do try. I mean, you try. I think we should get our associate producers on on that and, uh, uh, and tell them they they've been slacking off. Where are they at? Yeah, no, we have an interview have process. Some? We have a huge it. team of uh, yeah. editors and associate producers that <laughs> help us. Is that right? Yeah. yeah oh, they're... they lost my check. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Those right. are the ones. Well, yeah, that guy got fired because of that. Mm. That's a shame. Good. How how have we asked this yet? How far you want to take this? Like, oh, you... I think you did, and I like deflected. Okay, good because yes. I, I I kind of do yeah. want to. An, it like, was a deflection. It, it, if you ever had the opportunity to perform in Boston or New York or LA or Vegas or any like on a cruise ship, like, would you want to do that? Excuse that me, some... I'm gonna vomit thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. I mean, that's that's the answer. Hope <laughs> <laughs> hope okay. I'll say yes, because hopefully by the time I'm that good, I'll really kick the shit out of these nerves, right? Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. I just want to, I guess, honestly, I'm very competitive with myself mm-hmm. and always kind of striving in everything. That's why I got a really fancy car, because it was like a goal, and I wanted that car, and I fucking got that car. And it was a competition with myself to see if I could do it, and I yeah. did it. So I feel kind of like that with my comedy right now, like, just get better. I I kind of kick myself in the ass for only having that one five minute thing right now, but then I'm like, wait, it's been three weeks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you should you should work on that five minutes, right? Yeah, should, keep working on it. Yeah, yeah, and I I try to get it filmed every time I do it, so I can kind of pick it apart and yeah. see what I did right and wrong. My best show so far didn't get filmed, Ugh. and I'm like. I know it was my best because people were laughing harder than uh, I'd heard them before. But I'm like, what did I do right? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you didn't film it. That was what. Oh, shit. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was right about. Uh, well, no, because there were a couple shows I didn't know were being filmed. Uh, after, okay. And I was like, oh, yes. Like, I was really happy. I see. I like, I watch it like, uh, I don't know. I just kind of analyze everything. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then I go on stage and don't remember what I saw. And, uh. <laughs> that's a common problem yeah yeah it's uh but as long as you're having fun i am i think that's a good thing yeah yeah that's good i mean would you would you recommend other people take don's class or get into stand up yeah try it out yes absolutely okay yeah um and the coolest thing so like i had started this interview saying i really like to make my comedian friends laugh a really cool moment happened i put my graduation show thing on my youtube I didn't put it on my Facebook because it is my only five minute bit and I didn't want to discourage any friends from actually coming to a show because <laughs> that's it. You've seen it if you've seen the clip. But uh, I put it on a couple of pharmacy groups because the topic is about pharmacy stuff. And yeah. holy shit, it like kind of took off uh-huh. for a minute. I was getting like thousands of hits per day for a few days and, <laughs> and really good feedback from other technicians and stuff. Just being like, oh my God, you fucking nailed it. And I had this moment of like, 
oh my God, you know what's cooler than making comedians laugh? Like making an audience laugh. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's good. Yes, it is. So yep. I'm not going to make you guys laugh anymore. No, no. Mm -hmm. We've been laughing. It's over. It's good. It's old hat. <laughs> well, we know what you're going to say next. That's but. true. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all right, because there are a lot of good comedians that are, we do. We already know what they're going to say. Yeah. Well, I mean, and you're and laughing. As, as there a, are comedians that are considered comedians comedian. Yeah. And they are fucking great. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to get like wedged into that either. Well, the, well, the point is, like, if 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 the material is good, then it's then it's good, and yeah. we're we're gonna we're gonna laugh even though we know what punchline is coming. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. laugh at banana peel every time, <laughs> <laughs> even though it's not a joke. I you're, might be the only one. You're that the does. one. Yeah, I know. So. I'm the one. I'm the Mark one. Mark Tarkat's writing in right now. He's gonna be pulling into the driveway right now. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. <laughs> Oh, was that him on my voiceover bit today? <laughs> oh, yeah. She sounds hot. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What? Comedy nerd. Yeah. I know. Is there a better nerd? No, I don't no. think there is. I, I don't, don't think, think there, there is. is. Yeah. Everyone loves comedy. Well... I'd, I I there's think, like five people that don't, and they're fucking stupid. I think I think a lot of people say they love comedy, but when they're really presented with it, they have a hard time understanding what it is. Oh, that's for sure. Right? Okay. Yeah, I tried to tell a friend that Ricky Gervais is like one of my all-time heroes just because of his comedy, and they said, "Well, his stand-up is really not that good." And I'm like, "Fucking what? Do you know how much stuff he writes that isn't stand-up? Like, yeah, go yeah. to school, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> comedy school." But that's true, though. Like, it is true. People don't know, like, yeah. how much... They, they watch Siren Live and they just think, like, oh, Will Ferrell, what a fucking genius. And he is, yes. But do you know how many fucking people had to write that shit for him and put him right. in a costume and, like, figure out the set? Like, yeah. people don't think of all the little things it takes for their favorite movie or TV show or, you know? That, that's right. something that we're running into now with producing sh uh, comedy shows is is the fact that, uh, you know, people just think, oh, you, you guys will just show up and do a show or whatever and yeah. we'll, we'll pay you five bucks and it's no big deal. But it's like, this is more than, you know, coming in and playing a guitar for an hour and doing cover songs. Like, yeah. you can't do cover songs. No. Well, it is funny with the music an analogy because... Um, I had some friends that I've known a long time kind of remind me when I get nerfed, they're like, you used to sing sometimes. And I was like, well, I was in my twenties and fearless. Also, it was songs that someone else wrote. Yeah. Stand up is way different. Way different. It's, yeah. Your brain is pouring out in front of people and you have to hope they'll like it. Yeah. You know? Yep. And you know, immediately whether or not they do. You sure do. Yep. Right. Thank you very much for being you know, on our podcast. We really had a good time. You know, you are familiar with uh, Curse the Darkness. Curse it. <laughs> I love cursing. Oh, uh, well, sure. Curse all you want. Mm -hmm. But uh, what we want to do is like, tell us about something that you want to complain about, um, but something you don't have any plans on fixing or putting any effort towards correcting. Uh, I wanted to be really clever and say like, oh, I hate that I'm a procrastinator, but... I'll change that later. Oh. Mm, that's not <laughs> funny at all. I think I will say the thing I would complain about is my complaining. <laughs> I'm going all out. I see. And I'm never going to change it. I, I just, I, that's how I get by. By complaining? Yeah. Will uh, you complain about anything and everything? Pretty much. Would you <laughs> complain about something today that yesterday you wouldn't complain about? What do you got? Well, you're like, like today, like if you went and got a bagel with cream cheese today and there wasn't like, there was not enough cream cheese, but tomorrow there's too much cream cheese. Like, could you complain about both, both sides of that? I might be able to. Yeah. I, it would have to be before me. I can't, I can't just, you know, I'm not an actress. I can't cry on command. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to be presented with said bagels. Do you have any Leonard? I need an under cream cheese bagel <laughs> in front of me to be inspired. Mm -hmm. If you give me both at once, I will mash them together to make the perfect amount of cream cheese. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And then Just would you complain about one. that? Yeah, that I had to go to all that trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, complaining is something I will never stop doing. And it is okay. awful. And I know it's annoying. And I don't like to hear other people complain. And I wish they would knock it off and get their shit together. But... <laughs> For me, yeah, it's I, just right. I need to dominate the complaining airwaves. Thank you, Leonard. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, she's right. going to go far in comedy because she likes to be the center of attention. I, I'm, I'm confident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, awesome. Well, thank you very much, Thanks Amory. for having me. Oh, thank it's you. been good. And, yeah. and after this show, I'll go back to my job as your voiceover lady. Yeah, yeah. We'll <laughs> yeah. we'll get yeah. that Thanks. we'll get that check thing all good. worked yeah. out. I'm sorry could about you? that. Thanks. Mm. Yeah. Gas money. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again. Amory Kane, everyone. Well, there you have it. Amory Keen, everyone. Amory can be seen on some upcoming River Comic and Main Event Comedy shows, as well as being a frequent guest on the Ultra Quiz Plus podcast. Right. She's one of many aspiring comics in the great state of Maine. When you have the opportunity, check her and others out. For sure. We have an amazing community of comedians here. Thankfully, things are getting back to normal and more shows and venues are starting up. Thanks to everyone who listened. Tell your friends and follow Comedy Think Tanked wherever you can. Please share with anyone and everyone. Be sure to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Find us on Instagram at Comedy Think Tanked, Twitter at Comedy Tanked, and our website, ComedyThinkTanked.com. Email us at ComedyThinkTanked at gmail.com. Good day. Theme music was written and produced by a minor, Ralph Bergfeld. No comedians were hurt in the production of this podcast. All audio snippets of actual funny punchlines were not written or performed by any of us or our subsidiaries. Rather, they are express written bits of professionals we admire. Let the civil actions be filed. Any opinion heard, actual or implied, is that of the comedy thing tanked <laughs> producers and their guests. Any slight, insult, affront, slur, disparaging remark, snub, rebuff, rejection, or spurning, no matter how derogatory, pejorative, or abusive you may feel it is, was not intended, but for comedic, entertaining purposes only. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, better, listen, better. <laughs> listen, <laughs> sweetheart. Can we do it one more time? <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yes. <laughs>